is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this June the 28th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by Caldera Labs and calderalab.com. Use promo code 1420LABS at Carl, or just lab at calderalab.com today and get yourself the best in men's skincare, uh, 20% off by using our promo code at Caldera Labs. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to bellyupsports.com for uh, more great podcasts and all the best sports articles under the sun, all at bellyupsports.com. And thank you for making us a part of your day each and every day here on YouTube Live, our YouTube channel, or on the podcast forum, which people are listening to at a frenetic pace. So it's uh, very thankful that people are still listening to uh, me flap my gums on a daily basis. And when Dave joins us uh, a couple of times a week here, 1420 World Headquarters. But anyways, thank you very much, as as always, for following uh, and listening to the show. Well, it makes me sad to say that once again, the the New York Metropolitans, the New York Mets are going to met. There's no matter what they do year in, year out. Uh, they just, uh, Mets are going to met. And even with the win last night, the Mets are sitting at 36 and 43, 16 games behind the piping hot Atlanta Braves, probably the best team in baseball. In fact, I'm not even going to uh, to say probably the best team in baseball. They are the best team in baseball right now. They uh, they, they just are flying. Like I said, but the Mets are 16 games back. Uh, a far cry from the team that graced uh, City Field last week in Flushing, or last year in Flushing, Queens, and uh, had 101 wins season the whole bit they had a great year last year this year they really went for it they now have the highest payroll in baseball history at over 343 million factor in the uh, the taxes they got to pay and steve Cohen, the multi 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 billionaire he uh he's got a a bit of a mess on his hands out there in queens he's not not sure what we're going to do i'll get to that in half a second but the highest payroll in baseball it's uh just didn't cut quite cut her this year every a few injuries here and there uh, that happened scherzer hasn't been great Verlander hasn't been great, and but more things happen outside outside of just those three guys. But the Mets are going to met, and it makes me sad to say that one uh, more so for the prediction that I made back at the Belly Up uh, Baseball Super Show back in March during spring training, and then even before that, I actually came up with this one on my own that. 
Shohei Otani was going to end up in Queens this year uh, with with the Mets, and because they were going to go on a pretty decent run with the trades that they made. And I I threw the, the old dart at the old dartboard and was hoping that I was going to stick. I did it for clickbait, obviously. I had the people that's what you when you you have podcasts and you're on the air all the time. You you want to get something out there that people listen to. And I I thought I had this one right that to Shohei Otani was going to go to the Mets and put them over the top and have a chance at a World Series. And I I more so predicted that because I, I thought once again that the Angels were going to absolutely stink as they usually do and they're going to be out of playoff contention by I don't know by about game 20 but the the Angels find themselves in a playoff spot right now in a wild card spot uh, hitting uh, doing everything right right now in the game of baseball have a great record right now 44 and 37 at exactly the mid the midpoint of the season so they set themselves up for a good second half of the season uh, and Otani I don't know if you guys heard this he had two home runs last night and then struck out 10 on the mound so that guy's just getting bigger and bigger paychecks uh, sent his way when he becomes a free agent at the end of this season i still think it's a, it's going to be a something with a b in front of it when it's all said and done he'll get a billion dollar contract somehow some way it's be one of those things might be a little bit lofty but uh, you you think what that guy's going to make on endorsements and con and, and everything else is going to be unbelievable but yeah it's kind of sad that that's not going to come to fruition because i would have uh i would have posted that one i would have went back in the archives and found that uh that little prediction that i had back in back in uh in march to say yeah i was right you guys were wrong and here it is but uh once again i was uh incorrect in my in my prognostication i'm no nostradamus but i do pretty good down here at world headquarters but anyways to get back to the mets the reports are out that max scherzer is uh out of the goodness of his heart because scherzer is such a upstanding guy uh he's, he's just a nice guy all around now the goodness of heart he's willing to waive his no trade cla- uh, clause uh to, to, to go to a uh, has to be a serious contender for a world series not just a contender not just a playoff team but he's willing to say okay i'm out I, i'm good to go and I, I i will help out for the goodness of the new york metropolitans and their future i will i, I will waive my, my my no trade clause what's funny about these guys who waive their no trade clauses for the goodness uh for the good of the the the, the whole of the team is that they don't think about that when they sign these great big deals that hamper the team for years to come because they they spend too much money on one guy so it's kind of funny that he won't just stick around and uh, and, and help the team out at all and help them get, get out of this funk because he's still around for one more year as well so don't uh, don't think that Scherzer is uh, is loyal by any means because he still has one more year left on that deal with the Mets that made him the highest single uh, the highest AAV ever in baseball history that he signed with the Mets the loyalty isn't there at all they signed with that deal uh, he decided he's going to Billy Ocean it and go and get tough to tough get going. See you later. Uh, if something if, if something works for me, it's got to work for me and my family. That's a bunch of crock of shit if I ever heard it. I, I don't understand why these guys and why these owners still give these guys these no trade deals. I would personally never do it. And I think you're, you're going to see a lot more teams stray away from that. It's a, It doesn't do you much good. Uh, I'm not saying he asked for a trade. I'm not saying that. So don't come back at me and say that Scherzer Scherzer never said he'd go. He never wanted to go. He says he was open to being op- open to being dealt if the circumstances were right. So it's one of those things. But, but for the betterment of the Mets, Max Scherzer had the goodness of his heart. Say, you know what? I'll go, I'll go and try to win a World Series somewhere else. Well, you should have tried to win a World Series with the Mets because they, that team's wanted one for so long. They haven't done, done it since '86 and everything else. Maybe uh, Steve Cohen and, and the likes and, and and the management group there in. Uh, 
that in Flushing, Queens maybe shouldn't have signed uh, a couple of pitchers by the name of Max Scherzer and Justin Ver- Verlander. Their combined age is uh, over 80 years old, so you know that you, you don't think that maybe that's uh, that was the, the right thing to do. But that's typically that's a Met uh, typically a Met thing to do, and that's what they always do. Mets are going to Met no matter what. And um, another thing I heard was that uh, um, Sports uh, SNY Sports New York Andy Martino uh, he he reported that Steve Cohn of the of the Mets the owner the multi-billionaire of the Mets he's actually said you know what let's maybe unload some uh, so we, we can get rid of some guys we might bring in some other contracts to get some prospects he's trying to, to trying to improve his team that way so maybe Cohn's actually given up on that promise of bringing a World Series to the Mets and, and to the people of Queens and Mets fans across the world that he was going to bring a World Series there within three to five years and I don't think that's going to happen because Cohn's now given up on this season basically he's got a press conference later on today maybe I should have recorded this uh, afterwards but uh, he basically said we will grab some other contracts we will do what we can to uh, maybe build up our farm system and see what we can do there and maybe if we can get rid of some of our our higher our higher price guys like Scherzer who will who will and go out get some prospects because you know you got to build up your farm system to win because he's seen it you've seen it with a lot of teams doing this you got the Baltimore Orioles you have the we talk about it all the time the Tampa Bay Rays you have the the Arizona Diamondbacks you now have the Cincinnati Reds all of a sudden and the Miami Marlins in that National League East who aren't spending any money at all so maybe Steve Cohn he's, he's seeing how other t- people are doing this as uh, baseball and all sports become copy uh, copycat leagues and say we don't need to spend this kind of money on this thing he can't be a uh, Cohn can't be a complete idiot and not see how the, the economics of baseball are starting to work now and because uh, the guy didn't become a multi-billionaire being smart crooked maybe or, or crooked maybe but not dumb he became that way being uh, you know a smart smart guy so you just wonder if that if that's how the economics of baseball are going to work out and how if you're going to see more teams try to follow that model and get to the situation where they aren't spending $340 million for nothing, like literally nothing. Like you got to think this is one of the biggest disappointing seasons in Mets history and they, they aren't doing it at all. And you can't blame it all on Scherzer and you can't blame it all on Verlander. Francisco Lindor is one of the worst players in baseball. He he absolutely stinks. I think he's hitting under 200 now. He's absolutely terrible. Uh, Jeff McNeil struggling. Starling Marte starting to show his age. They just aren't good enough as a whole. Yes, they have some problems. Pete Alonso still doing good, but he's on the injury list right now he took a fastball to rich wrist i think it was last week so he's been out for a little bit but this mets team was in trouble before uh the, those those injuries came about they, they they just didn't click they didn't meld they didn't get it together and they're just not a team that uh, is poised to do anything of any substance they're eight and a half i think even out of a wild card spot and when you got to jump six teams to get a wild card berth uh it's pretty tough to do to jump that many teams because everybody plays everybody and you got to go on like a 20 game oakland days 2001 or whatever season that was kind of a a winning streak and you, you don't see that happening every day like yeah it, it it worked for the Cincinnati Reds when they went on their 10 11 12 game win streak whatever it ended up being last week but they uh they jumped into first place and they have they had a shot because that division's a little bit weaker right but now with the Atlanta Braves playing they are the way they are the the, the division is 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 so far gone it, it's it's not even a, an attainable thought process for the Mets to get in that, that kind of position uh you just wonder where the Mets go from here you wonder what they can possibly do it's it, is it, I wouldn't say a, it's a, probably at a point now where it's not a rebuild, but a regroup for next year, see what they can do. Cause like I said, uh, their, their owner, he's got a lot, Steve Cohen's got a lot of money and a lot of resources to do things. They took a shot at something that didn't work. And that, that happens with a lot of teams, but they took a really big shot at something that didn't work. And it's an epic failure. Uh, it's just, it's crazy how you can be so wrong on so many,
many levels of things. Uh, and the, the, the reliever leaving isn't a big deal. He got hurt at the World Baseball Classic. You know, it's funny how you forget about the guy's name. He hasn't played all season long. But that uh, that hasn't been the problem. They brought in long-term veteran reliever David Robertson, who I always liked in Yankee pinstripes, too. He he overtook for uh, for, for uh, our main man, Mariana Rivera, when Rivera retired. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years since Rivera's been gone. Hey, like, it's unbelievable to think that, that he's, that, that's happened uh, 10 years ago. I was at that that last weekend there and everything. That's great. Anyways, I always cry about that one. But uh, it's it's something to, to behold that the, the Mets just blew it. They didn't get it right. They took a shot, and the shot was wrong. It, uh, it was a horrible d- d- decision-making, giving like, given three pitchers who are over the age of 120 combined that kind of money. Maybe that's where it went wrong because you can't think that's going to get their, their seasons are going to get going to get stronger as you age. People just uh, wear down a little bit. Yes, the, these guys are are freaks in nature. I get it, but it's uh, it's it's hard to believe that a team could take this kind of a shot, like I said, and be so wrong. And as always, the Mets are going to met, and they're not going to win another World Series. 1986 is a a long, long time ago. What's that? Thirty-seven years now. They haven't been. They've been to the World Series a couple of times since, but they they had that one World Championship in '86, and it's a long time ago for the Mets fans and for the Mets faithful to to have to sit around and wait and see see what uh, they're already in, in next year, land. And it's too bad because uh, the people of New York that, that used to be a Mets town. Don't get don't anybody fool yourself. That used to be a Mets town big time because those Yankee teams in the '80s were quite 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 bad even in the 70s there were some some rough years but then it was a, it, the Mets they won that one world series the Yankees took over in the mid 90s and it's kind of been that way ever since but when the the Mets are relevant the Mets are winning that place is uh it's there, there's a lot of uh, different color new NY hats in New York floating around there when the Mets are, are, are good and I hope they can get back to that spot because as always you know when when there's a, the, the large market teams are relevant um the smaller market teams strive for that and they watch a little bit more when their teams are playing it's, it's just one of those things with baseball and with sports in general, the large market teams need to be relevant for the sport to be relevant because it boosts ratings, everything else, and it helps. Uh, I know baseball is a regional game 100%, but it doesn't hurt to have the law. Lo- I didn't say the large market teams winning, I, but having the large market teams relevant helps helps uh, the sports. Uh, no, no, uh, no doubt about that. Um, the Big news yesterday here in Canada. I know we're going a little, might go a little bit long here at 14, 20 in the morning, but you guys got time. I got time. We all got time. Man created time, so we got lots of it, right? We're the only ones who actually use time to uh, gauge our day. Everybody else uses the sun. We just have a time clock we're supposed to be on, but I don't know why I'm rambling about that. But uh, Alec Manoa got his first start yesterday, his first appearance. I don't know if he started or where he came in the game. It doesn't much matter. Uh, in the Florida Softball Complex League, He uh, it didn't go well for him at all. And it's it's a wonder what uh, how badly and like, what is what is between the guy's ears and what happened with that. I mean, you don't lose your skill, you lose your confidence. And like I've always said, that six to eight inch between your ears and where it can always go sideways. Stat line was abysmal to say the least yesterday. Uh, 11 runs two home runs given up to 10 hits two uh two and only two and two thirds a couple of doubles as well and for a guy who was the uh their prized possession on opening day and had the start and everybody knows how badly it went for him. Uh, he hasn't been around like he hasn't pitched uh, in a in a, a game situation in the two weeks since he's been down in the Florida Complex League softball complex at Softball Valley here in Lethbridge or whatever it is. It hasn't went well for Manoa. It just it's crazy to think how the like I said the prized possession of the Toronto Blue Jays is it just gone south. He was in the All Star game game last year. You remember he had the earbuds in and talking about punchies and strikeouts and everything else and he 
was just uh, the cock of the walk, and it's just gone completely sideways. You wonder what happened, and you wonder where where the Jays go from here. I put a poll up on Twitter yesterday. It still might be on there now, and you can check it out at uh, underscore 1420 um, sports. But it's it's something to, to, to behold that a guy can fall from grace that quickly. And it can't just be it can't just be the pitch clock. It can't it has to be something else. And I hope he's I hope he's okay. Like I hope that it's not a a long term mental illness thing because that's a, that can uh, go south sideways. I'm not um, not not saying the guy's suicidal or anything, but you just wonder where, where that's going to end up and how that's going to all turn out. And because you just wonder like how it can go south that bad, and you wonder where the uh, the Jays go from here because they got to make out some moves to get back into that wild card spot that was overtaken by the aforementioned Anaheim Angels. And uh, you just wonder what they they can do because if they don't have a if they don't can't get him right between the years, can they bring him up? And to a man, everybody who voted on this Twitter on the Twitter poll said he probably won't pitch the big leagues this year. It, it's over. So do, do the Jays go out and make, make a deal? And then who do they trade? Like what do they do? What 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 can they possibly do to to, to right the ship a little bit? Because the Jays are kind of. They're stuck in that mediocrity part of the season right now where they're win one, lose one, a 500 team. They got to be a lot better than that to get themselves in, in, into a wild card spot. And you just wonder if they have the horses to do so there in Toronto and what they can possibly do with uh, with their pitching staff. And if, if Manoa is is going to be right long term or they just shut him down for the season, because even to bring him up now, you got to think he's got to go pitch a couple of games in double A and then maybe go, go to triple A before he even gets a shot back in the big leagues. But, but if he had that, this a bad of a, uh, a performance against the the Yankees lowest rung of the, the minor league totem pole or, or ladder whatever you want to call it uh, and he had a start like that yesterday and it didn't go well at all do they put him back in the in the old lab and say okay we got to figure this out to tinker this tinker that because that ain't good to have that kind of, of a performance uh, in in the low level leagues where guys are 18 19 years old and could be playing a WCBL here in Lethbridge and Brooks and Medicine Hat and beautiful places like that so you just wonder where the Jays go with Manoa but anyways there's my little talk for the day about uh, Major League Baseball. I got a little bit more to talk about that, but uh, let's let's hear from our friends at uh, Caldera Labs today. Uh, good sponsor of the show. Thank you very much to Caldera Labs for sponsoring the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Gentlemen, summer is here, uh, and as the sun shines brighter, your skin deserves the utmost attention. Fortunately, our friends at Caldera Lab are here to ensure your skin is well prepared for the season ahead. Ever since I incorporated Caldera Lab into my routine, taking care of my skin has never been simpler. The products are clinically proven and help visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. You gain confidence with an impeccable first impression this summer. Don't miss out on joining the skincare revolution trusted by countless men. Use code 1420LAB at calderalab.com. And to enjoy an exclusive 20% offer off their finest products, Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products. The regimen leads off the product lineup to twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Inside this bundle, you'll find the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. Caldera Labs with top-tier ingredients is a great addition to your daily routine, taking less than a minute in the morning and night to uh, help reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Uh... So go to get 20% off with promo code 1420lab at calderalab.com. That's 20% by using promo code 1420lab and uh, elevate your skincare game this summer with Caldera Labs today. Uh, it's great stuff. We talk about it all the time here at 1420 World Headquarters. It's great stuff, and uh, it helps uh, 
reduce the lines and everything else and the wrinkles and that's the, the sun can bring to your face anyways i'm starting this new campaign i'm i'm a i'm a yankee fan as you guys who are watching on youtube you can see all the all the crap behind me and everything else that i uh i'm a yankee fan a yankee hugger from way back and it uh it disgusts me on a daily basis to see the president of the josh donaldson fan club josh donaldson still getting at bats with the yankees it's absolutely horrific the the, the performances that Giancarlo Stanton is going is, is putting up for the Yankees this year. So I'm starting a, some kind of a uh, a campaign, maybe. I don't know what we're going to call it. So we're going to start it here at the Yankee Tavern North. I'm not sure exactly. I'm going to put some thought process into this throughout the day. Uh, get rid of Giancarlo. Get rid of Donaldson. Figure it out. Cashman, figure it out, Boone, whoever's in charge of that schmozzle they got going out there in the Bronx now. Uh, Donaldson hitting 132 now with uh, two more strikeouts last night. Another non-consequential home run because that's what Donaldson does. And then he gets the click. He gets people off his back as well. I hit a home run. What more do you want? Stanton 184. He had another strikeout last night. Something's got to be done in Yankee land. So I'm going to come up with some kind of a, uh, a campaign that maybe the people out there in New York City back in the Bronx might uh, jump on the bandwagon, get some t-shirt sale sales going or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll get Jim at the fan of the van to help me out with this one because I, I'm, I, for one, I'm sick of Donaldson being around and the, the talks that he has and Boone talking about Donaldson and Boone talking about Stanton, how they're close. Maybe they're not close. Maybe you're wrong, Boone. They're absolutely horrific. These two can't play baseball anymore. Donaldson is an absolute disaster. DFA this guy, send him on his merry way. Uh, he's hurting this baseball team who's not in any any way, shape, or form uh, guaranteed a playoff spot, let alone, and I'm not saying win a World Series. Win a World Series is the least of my worries right now. Get in the playoffs, give yourself a chance, and you have Donaldson and you have Stanton taking the at-bats away from whoever. Trade him, find a place to go. We're stuck with, with Stanton, I know, till 2028. Figure something out with him. Send him down to the minors. Send him to a rehab assignment. I don't know. Get him right, but get rid of Donaldson. So I'm going to start a uh, something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, how I'm going to get this, this campaign going. I'm starting it here at the Yankee Tavern North, otherwise known as 1420 World Headquarters. We'll start some kind of a campaign that maybe the people in the Bronx uh, who make these decisions might listen to the uh, the voice of reason, which is me, which is the fan of the van, Jim Plotner uh, out there. In, in uh, out there, He puts on a great con uh, show every day. But we'll figure something out. How we can get this all figured out. Voice of Reason is going to start talking because this effing stuff can't continue for the New York Yankees and their fan base. Donaldson's a joke. He's got to go. But anyways, there's my little rant for the day about the Yankees and everything else. Maybe I'll, and like I said, I'll have it up uh, tomorrow morning. I'll have a uh, an idea for us how we're going to get this all straightened out in Yankee land and what we can do to maybe pr press the issue a little bit more so maybe somebody will start listening to uh, the fan base a little bit more. I know that I know they never do, but this might be the first time in the history of sports where the fan base actually wins something and gets their way because nobody wants to see Donaldson in Yankee in sports anymore anyways that's my uh, talk for today hope you guys enjoy the show make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't already uh follow us on uh, facebook and twitter shop at our online store that's always up there it's easy to find and if not tell me uh we'll get it up there give us a call give us a, a shout out at any time email form uh at 1420 sports gmail.com we love to hear from you guys and have some mailbag stuff later on recording a show later on tonight with uh, 1420 dave as uh, thursdays are a little bit busy now so we're doing recording tonight and then it's out uh, tomorrow morning if you guys listen to so make sure you guys check that out as well and remember as always it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with have a good day folks and we will talk to you tomorrow night or tomorrow morning take me out to the ball game take me out with the crowd
just listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it. 